Now it's time for a breakdown. You're listening to Gap to Gap, brought to you by The Breakdown. Three, two. Pebbles drill deep to left field. Going back choice. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Swing and a drive to deep right, away back, goal! Jason Giambi has done it! Episode number 51, I'm Tommy, he's seven, we're here, we're still quarantined. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what though, I got to uh, take some batting practice on the old softball field today, I got to hit the links yesterday, Oof. so the sun's shining Life kind of feels good, I, I guess. I, I mean, okay, I guess. Like, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm actually going golfing uh, this coming weekend, so I'll be getting out there. Um, so I'll, you know, I have that to look forward to. There we go, and that's about all we have to look forward to, which yep. really sucks. Yep, I um, suck at golf too. So I mean, I'm probably not going to have a lot of fun, but it's going to be a lot better than just sitting in my apartment. I went out and I shot an 86, and that was a, a lifetime best for me. I felt really, really good about it. And yeah, if you're a good golfer, go ahead and roast me. Um, but I felt really, really good about my 86. I feel good about it for you because that's probably a lot better than what I'm going to do. I felt so much better, and this is the first time I can honestly say this in my life. I felt better swinging a golf club on whatever day that was that I went than I did. It was Tuesday. I, went, I golfed on Tuesday. I played softball today. I felt better swinging a golf club than swinging a bat for the first time in my life, and I don't like that. Well, we might have to get used to that. Yeah, we might have to, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> All right, enough about that, um, especially when we have some some pretty big news on the table in regards to baseball in 2020. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we forgot to put into this rundown, Seven, um, that I'm going to lead with, World Baseball Classic's been canceled. Uh, push back to 2023. But doesn't yeah. matter. doesn't matter. That was my one I know. thing. That was my one thing. And I'm going to get heated about this. I, it makes me happy that I didn't put it in the rundown until now because now I'm getting heated. Um, it, was, it, was the, it was my light at the end of the tunnel. It was how I was going to push through. It was how I was going to get through no sports. I kept saying, you know what? It's going to be fine because I'm going to get to the World Baseball Classic in 2021. I'm going to watch the Netherlands take on Israel, and I'm not going to give a shit because it's going to be fucking beautiful to have baseball in, 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 that, in that highest intensity, that high potency form, and you're just going to take that from me? Yeah, they did. They, they said, "Oh, it's like mm, wait, not so fast. We're gonna we're gonna scooch in and just grab that." They it, fucking did the State Farm guy with the dollar, no free ads. You gotta be quicker than that. Yeah, you gotta be quicker than that. Um, but yeah, that's I, I'm pretty bummed about that too. Um, I like threw my phone when I got the the push notification. Well, you texted me, and then I immediately was just like. Because at first I was like, okay, I kind of expected that, but at the same time I was like, you know, it's in fucking March of 2021. Like they're really. Like, then that gave me a lot of 
pessimism towards an MLB season happening this year at all. Fuck yeah. Um, and I get I, it. The travel, the, you I understand know. it. I understand but why. At the, at the counterpoint, counterpoint, they're having the fucking Olympics next year. Uh, well, potentially. They might not now. They, they might oh, not do that next year now. My sweet death. So, I mean, everything's on hold. I think... I get it from the sense that it's, an, it's international, so I understand where every country probably has certain restrictions or certain um, guidelines that they probably have a place, you know, in terms of traveling from different countries and if COVID's still roaring by then. Uh, but the WHO came out today and said this virus may never go away. And guess what? That's a very, very realistic thing. Well, no, I mean, it's like, it, I hate to say this because everyone gets all fucking up in arms about it, but it's essentially, we're looking at, you know, something like the flu, which never really goes away. Yep. But we learn to live with it. Um, we're not saying, we're not saying that COVID is like the flu. No, but, but the, the circumstances of it exactly, existing. Exactly. I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah, because we, you gotta be careful. We might get taken down if uh, we start comparing them. Yeah. <sighs> I'm triggered, I'm not happy, but there is a plan on the table for baseball. 82 games, universal DH, regional divisions, it's going to start July 4th weekend, we'll get to the rest in a second, but let's just talk about the the the, the bones of it right now. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about this proposal? I... I mean, I can't say I don't like it. It's the only real proposal that's actually gone through and gotten this far. Um, I, I, I mean, we talked about it a couple months ago now when this was all very new to us and we had to try to cope with no sports or whatever it may be. But uh, I'll take half a season over no season any day of the week. So yeah. if you can give and- me 82 games, then yeah, I, I will totally devour that product for what it is. You know, it's really funny. I think in that discussion that we had, um, I think I said I'll take no season and World Baseball Classic yeah, over half a season. So now I'm just gonna, I'll take anything at this point. Give yeah. me fucking anything. Um, and I would have, I honestly would have taken no season and a World Baseball Classic. But I think I, I probably would have too at that point. Um, but yeah, now that that kind of got taken away. Uh, but Please just give us anything, goddammit. Something, like, yeah. please. <laughs> I, just I need, please. I need something. Listen, the KBO and the CPBL, they're great. Uh, it's a great distraction. And that, I mean, it's sports. That's what sports ultimately provides us with is distraction from life and politics and all this bullshit that is heightened to otherworldly senses right now because that is all that's on. So this gives us a break from overanalyzing the news and tracking COVID and just going back to somewhat normalcy. Um, I'm all for it. If you can give me baseball in any form right now in America, I will take it. Agreed. I, I, I'm right there with you. But you can still cancel the Little League World Series because I yeah, can't fuck stand that watching shit. that shit. So. Okay, I'm so glad that I finally have a partner in this. Did we talk about this last year? No. Okay. Fuck the Little League World Series. I'm, yeah, fuck them. I, I'm so I'm so kids. out on the Little League World Series. Just so far out. I just don't care. Like, ESPN has this nasty habit of just giving these fucking kids, like, larger-than-life fame. And you could argue, oh, but they're kids. It's innocent. 
kids these days are not like what they were 15 years ago when we were growing up. Yep. Like, it's, it's not the same. I, I don't need an and expose like on every kid. fucking 12-year-old that's going up to the box. And God forget a poor God forbid a, a poor kid becomes a meme, and has yeah, to live with I mean, that the rest of his fucking life. That happens. That we are in that age, and yeah, and, I am very you, you ha- that. We have an awesome case in like the big. I'm Big Al, and I hit bangers. Yeah, like th- that kid was awesome, and that kid's probably gonna be thrilled to be a, a meme for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. But God forbid, there's like a kid that misses a fly ball, and it's just like. He turns into a gif where it's like you, and then the joke is the ball, and like you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. God forbid. Or I mean, they just always cry too. So I would not. Oh my gosh, there's know. that. I just don't like watching it. It's fucking weird. I, so the Little Little World Series is canceled. What's this proposal that we're talking about? The 82 game season is on the table. Um, let's just talk about this. Let's say if you can keep one of these rules, the universal DH the regional divisions, or a 14-team postseason. You can keep one. The Universal DH. Ooh, okay. I think I would keep the regional divisions. No, because I, 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 I get what you're saying. I, I think it's cool for this proposal, but think about next year when, you know, if and when travel and everything gets back to normal. Like, I kind of like having those West Coast leg games where I can watch the Yankees play the A's or the Angels or, or teams like that. that we, See, I wouldn't... Yeah, but like when it goes, I'm saying just keep like three ten team divisions instead of. I'm not saying you only play those ten. Oh, teams. okay. Like okay, so yeah, maybe I, I like keep that division format. So you have three ten team divisions instead of six divisions in two leagues. I, you know I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I'd be a, I'd be in favor of that, especially if you keep the universal DH. If that carries over. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I, those two would probably have to go hand in hand. In yeah, because I think you can't do one without the other. Um, yeah, that's true. Very good point. Yeah. All right, so the owners have approved this plan, and then they leaked it to the media. The players are still on the fence about it. And so, ugh, excuse me, some of the things that are, you know, causing these these guys to be on the fence. Obviously, health is a big concern right now. We we you saw Sean Doolittle go off on. Uh, on Twitter, you've seen other players talk about. It. I think Christian Yelich spoke out about it. We've talked about Mike Trout. Uh, he hasn't spoke out much, but he has spoken out about it. Mm-hmm. Now, the the big the big issue, obviously, other than health, is the determination of what are these players going to earn. Is it an 82 game season? So half the season, half the salary. Yep. Is it? No, I, I'm saying, what's the answer? No, uh, I, I, but that's no the knows. proposal: half the season, half the salary. Players don't like that; they think they're deserving of their full year's pay. I don't know where I, I stand on this. I think, and I don't like siding with the owners typically, but I think I am on the owner side here. I I mean, that's where my argument is right now. I'm totally on their side. There, you t- if you're an owner, and I, we can talk about. Um, salary is what owners make versus what players make, and there's a huge gap, obviously. Um, but if you own a, a major league team or any sports franchise at a professional level, you're taking on an enormous risk out of the gate as it is by owning a fucking team. And for you to not, and I get it, money will fuel all these discussions and criticisms, but for once I can actually kind of sit, you know, or sympathize with the owners and say, you know what? They can't make money either. So this, I mean, it, it might affect them a lot slower than it does a player, 
but it's affecting both sides. The owners are at least willing to make something work, and I'm sure that they're willing to sacrifice. They they already are willing to sacrifice with a revenue sharing model. I mean, there's there's going to have to be concessions made on both sides to make this work, and the fact that we're hung up on money, it seems, is disheartening for me um, because, and, and I get with the health, you know, all the health concerns are valid. I'm not downplaying that at all, but I think what, what's really going to stall this comes down to just money. And the the proposal's been made. They they agreed upon this before proposing it. The initial agreement ha- had to happen, and now we're going back and they're asking for more money. Um, I just, I get it if you're a player. I know not everyone makes $100 million in the league. But, I mean, don't you want to be able to do your job at some point? (laughs) In the words of uh, ESPN's 30 for 30, what if I told you that (laughs) under the new proposal, or under this proposal, Prince Fielder would be the highest paid player this year? Yeah. Does that sway your opinion at all? Mm, no, I think it's just hilarious that he's... It's fucking <laughs> hysterical. I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw Prince Fielder. Exactly. Um, and So, yeah, what if I told you that, that Prince Fielder, that doesn't change? That doesn't change it for you? You're still on the on the owner's side? Uh, No, it doesn't. Okay. I was just curious. I don't know if it changes my side. I think I'm still on the side of the owners on this, and I think it doesn't sway it either way, but... But hearing that, like you said, it's just kind of funny at this point. It is kind of funny. The other, the other thing I want to point out, too, um, and we, or I'll touch on it again later, but the whole health concern, and again, I don't want to downplay it. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but the health concern of the players should have been somewhat quelled uh, when they got the results back from their massive antibody test that shows 0.7% of Major League Baseball employees tested positive for COVID-19. So that should give you a lot of yeah, but that but so basically I was reading into that and they're saying that point seven number isn't where they want it. They want it to be a higher number so that way the antibodies were there so that there is a little bit of herd immunity. Yes, I understand that, but I also look at it through the lens that if point seven percent contracted it, then not everyone has it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I'm not saying that they can't get it. Obviously, they can. It's super infectious. But shouldn't that make you feel a little bit more comforted knowing that the people that you're going to be around don't have this disease? Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, again, it, it reminds me of how um, the like the UFC fights were this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And everybody that had to attend, whether they be a worker or a fighter, had to be tested for COVID. Yeah. And then you still had everybody there in masks. Yeah. And meaning, and my first initial thought was, okay, well, why even do you need masks if, like, that's the, if everybody's negative, who's going to fucking spread it around? But, you know, uh, I, a, a point was raised to me where it was like, you know, they could have contracted after, like, they weren't quarantined, you know, when they were, as soon as they were tested. No, that's true. So I mean, you could have come into contact with it after that, and it still just hasn't, you know, reared its ugly head yet. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it, there's the arguments are they're definitely substantial. I mean, you have to be able to look at it through both both sides. Like, okay, if 
if this is what the number says and versus do I feel comfortable doing it or am I looking at it in a positive light? And I, I'm personally looking at it in a positive light. Um, but I understand that they wanted it to be higher because they would have herd immunity to your point. I just think it's, you know, the, you, you got to stop moving the goalposts. Like the oh, perfect. yeah, that's that's the thing. It needs to be definitive one way or another. Yeah, like if this was the plan, that this massive test where they got over 6,000 surveys completed and 5,700 samples, um, and you have enough data now that you can say, okay, like this is what the numbers show us and this is what we agreed on, this is what we needed to see, then, that, then you know, that's fine. But you, you got to stop moving it and saying, oh, now we need this, now we need it. Because then if that's how everything operates, then we're never going to get back to fucking normal. Agreed. Agreed 100%. It's, it, it's, it's frustrating, but, you know, it is what it is. And I think we need a definitive uh, point one way or the other of until we reach X, we can't do Y. Exactly. And that – It can't be – it can't be, you know, until we reach X, then you get close to X. It's like, well, we actually got to go to Z. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's – fuck. 100%. No, it's just – it's so, tough, man. So fucking done with COVID. And you can quote me on that. You can quote me on that. <laughs> I mean, I've been pretty fucking done for, I don't know, since this started. Um, yeah. But Agreed. yeah. But going back to this, the plan details, how electric would it be to get baseball to start on July 4th weekend? Oh, my God. It would be the most American thing ever. That, I mean, that is the most American thing. The only thing that can make it more American is a fucking bald eagle took a shit right on the players as they were coming out of the dugouts. Taking a shit on the players. Yeah, what's more American than bald eagle shit? I was gonna say that the, uh, you have a bald eagle deliver the first pitch. Like you put a ball <laughs> in the talons and fucking let that thing run it up to home plate. It drops it from center field from a, a giant altitude and drops it for a perfect fucking strike. And there we go. Now we're playing baseball. The whole fucking stadium's rock hard with with freedom boners, and we're rocking it, rocking and rolling. The only thing that can make it better is if, you know, Julia Rose was behind home plate as the only fan in attendance. I'd be okay with that. I'm fine with that. If we want For the just... rest of baseball. You know, I, I'd be okay with never going to a game again. Yeah. If, if you can promise me Julia like... Rose behind the plate of every baseball game that I watch for the rest of my life. Yeah, they should just get an agreement for a short season to be sponsored by the Hub and just have Brazzers stars litter the whole fucking stands. We need that. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm okay with that. I'm I'm fine with that. Manfred, if you're listening, do that. <laughs> I fucking love it. Boobs and baseball. Boobs and baseball. Tits out for the boys. We had that episode already. We did. <laughs> All right. Uh, a couple of players have been pretty outspoken about this. Adam Jones, Trevor Bauer. Which one of these guys do you want to tackle first? I guess we should tackle Adam Jones first, considering he's the one that kind of lit the spark for Bauer to respond anyway. Yeah. So Adam Jones... I'll bring up the tweet right now. Uh, said, all right, quote, it's time for the big guys in MLB to speak up. This is your time to speak. Stop holding your tongue. People follow and listen to you. Not going to name names because there's a lot of people. Who cares what you make? You earned it. Who cares about backlash? Time to speak the F up. Left it at that. Where? What do you think that means, first of all? That's the thing. It's, it's kind of vague, but I think what he's saying is talking to both. On, to both sides, and I could be completely taking this out of context, but uh, without him obviously naming names, we won't know, but he's right. Um, this is a guy that 
couldn't get a job in the MLB anyway, right? So mm-hmm. for him to say that, like, it carries some weight. Like, I understand it, but he's saying, like, you know what? Just fucking own it. Like, this is the agreement that you prepared, that you were ready to vote on. Stop trying to add more shit to it or stop trying to take things out of it. Like, yeah. just if you agree, great. If you don't, then at least give us an answer one way or the other because the suspense is what's going to kill people because I just want to know one way or another if we're going to have it. And I think that's what Jones is saying. Like, let's just fucking speak up. Just say what you're asking for. Uh, come out publicly, whether it's the players um, or the owners because they leaked it and they're causing all this shit. Yep. Um, it's interesting, though, coming from a guy that, you know, essentially was, you know, just kind of thrown out of the league. Uh, to be saying this, like I, yeah, you know, I'll listen to him because he's probably seen it firsthand more than most players can, you know, speak for. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And then on the other side, not even the other side, but you also have Trevor Bauer. Oh, Trevor. Trevor being Trevor is probably the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking out and basically saying, you know, we we did agree to this plan, but. Mm-hmm. We also deserve this money. Yeah, is that the takeaway you got from it? Cause that's what I got from it. Yeah, that's what I got from it. I again, there, you sign a contract; it's a guaranteed contract. I understand that when there's no revenue coming in, and when you can't, you know, collect on that. Um, again, concessions have to be made on both sides. And whether that's revenue sharing, which probably isn't great, but it could be a, a, like a Band-Aid for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the answer is. And clearly they don't either. Otherwise, we'd probably have a plan to start. But I think it's – this is where the players are irking me. And I understand that we're entitled to our money. I get that, man. There's 30 million people out of a fucking job right now. So, I mean – the fact that you can get any money right now, you should be very excited about. Yeah. So I then, that's why I don't really give a fuck about the players' arguments when you can see, like, record unemployment and these guys are bitching about getting... And, and granted, I know not everyone's a millionaire right now in that league, but they're making a lot more money than the average person would. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's one of those things where just, like, you know... Something's better than nothing at this point, and and your something is oh may, maybe you're making one point five instead of three mil. Yeah, even if the, it's the veteran minimum, I think it's still... none of these guys are gonna be are gonna be uh, eating top ramen for the next couple months. Yeah, and I mean, dude, it's better than it's you're in a better position than a lot of people in this country right now in the fact that you are employed still. So, just fucking play. Like at this point, just play. I don't disagree. I do not disagree, my friend. All right, so that brings us to our foreign baseballs. Actually, no, we got, we got, there's a beef we got to talk about. <laughs> there's a beef that we need to talk about. You decided to just go and start a war with John Heyman. Yeah, I stand by it. Explain this to me, because I this is when I was out shooting my 86. So it, explain to me what the fuck I missed. Yeah, you know, I don't follow John Heyman. I haven't. I stopped. I stopped following him last year because I hate his fucking bitmoji. Um, so I mean, first off, that irks me every time I see that those two little fucking thumbs up. Um, <laughs> I I really just hate it. 
and I hate his fucking takes. Like, he's such an asshole to people that interact with him on Twitter anyway. So I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to follow this guy. He's a fucking asshole. Um, but he finds his way on my timeline, whether it's like Nightingale or Jason Stark or any one of these guys retweeting him or liking his tweets, whatever it may be. So every now and then I'll see the Bitmoji hit my timeline and I get mad. Um, <laughs> and I'll always read it too. Just, to, like, yep. okay, what nonsense is he saying now? So yesterday, Mark Deshower comes out, and whether you agree with him or not, he at least was able to give his point of view and saying, I'd play for pennies on the dollar, like blah, blah, blah. Mark, I don't give a shit about that. Everyone knows that you made a lot of money in your career. A lot of money. A lot of money. So probably not the best person to give advice to the whole league. I get that. But then the fact that John Heyman quotes him, and it's like, yo, you know, it's interesting that... Let me actually get the, the tweet up because... Yeah, I got it right here. Yeah. Uh, so the original tweet was from Brendan Cootie, uh, at Brendan Cootie NJ. says, ex-Yankees first baseman Mark Teixeira tells ESPN today, I would rather make pennies on the dollar and give hope to people and play baseball than not make anything and lose an entire year of their career. Mm-hmm. And Heyman quotes it and says, unusual, unusual opinion for a player, even an ex-player. Of course, he already cashed his $180 million contract. Not a bad point there, John. However, you, from the top rope, goes, people like John Heyman are professional party poopers. FYI, John, you make your living covering this sport. And then John, cowering in the corner, goes, I'm concerned about the health of others. Sorry if you call that party pooping. <laughs> but then I think my response really drove it home from there. Because, quote, I would argue that the MLB would sufficiently find a way to test, come up with a proper plan for self-isolation if a player were to be infected and move forward with a strange, albeit much needed distraction from this pandemic. Don't in, didn't don't insinuate nobody cares. And then El Jefe came in. Hey, John, spelling his name wrong. First time caller, long time listener. Curious on whether you'd continue to pull out silly tweets and party poop if this was one of your MLB Network colleagues. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. With a Mike Francesa gift. <laughs> so this is what, this is why it, it made me so upset because a quick little Google search will show you that John Heyman and his net worth is eight point three million dollars. Yes. So pretty funny for you to be given fucking advice about everything. And yeah, you're probably safe. You don't have to work right now. I get it, John. <laughs> you're you're in your little fucking bubble. Your your blue check mark. Fuck you, John. You don't have to deal with this. Us as fans who have literally nothing right now going on just want to see a product of baseball. And to give a straw man argument, I'm concerned about the health of others. Tell you that's party pooping. No, John. You can't even expand on that. Like, if you want to get into it, fucking defend it. But you can't just say that and insinuate that nobody gives a shit. We all give a shit. No one's saying that. Fuck COVID. Let's just throw caution to the wind. No one is saying that. There's plans in place from Major League Baseball and the owners, and the players are, are holding it up right now. Whether you agree with them or not, that's where we are, and that's what I was saying. I want baseball. I agree with Teixeira on some parts. I don't agree with him completely. Like, I don't think he would take pennies on the dollar. Let's be fucking real. But... I do agree. Like it gives people hope to know that something can come back that they're used to and that they enjoy. In this case, it is baseball. So bring it back. Yeah. Hang on a second. What? The, I'm sorry. To, I'm completely gonna pivot off this subject. Barry Zito is trending right now. Uh oh. I thought he died. So I, 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 I thought I literally I was expecting to see Barry Zito dead. The, when I click Barry Zito trending, a first tweet comes up from the Giants. This is happy birthday. Oh. Then Jim Costa. 
with some absolutely unreal highlights. I forget how nasty Barry Zito was. And then, come to find out that Barry Zito's on the fucking Masked Singer. And oh just my. got unmasked. Oh my. All right. So, first of all, how do people know who Barry Zito is? I don't watch, uh, like, how many non-baseball fans? Because I, I would imagine there's not, like, the, the pie chart of baseball fans and Masked Singer fans do not have a large middle section. No. I feel like this is, if, if this was happening in, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, people might have, you know, gave, gave a shit, but. I also love this tweet right here. Is Twitter broken? Barry Zito's trending and it's not 2003. Did I mention I hated Barry Zito? <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to at ignored by Pleck. Um, that was, that was actually really funny. Um, that's all I got on Barry Zito. And, and that's. Really, do you have anything else on your on your feud with Johnny Boy? No, but I think that any baseball writer coming out and giving those straw man arguments and just trying to say things, you know, that are hypocritical should probably just shut the fuck up. Um, just hang it up and call it a day. How yeah, about it? Because yeah, you're part of the problem, John. Yeah, I would say so. All right, um, CPBL and NB or yeah, KBO, CPBL and KBO time. Uh, we just, I mean, we, there needs to be a wagon emoji. Is there? There's not? I, I went looking for it the other day. I don't think there is. All right. So what do we do? Just like email Tim Cook and ask him for one? I'm pretty sure. I think that's the move. Okay. Uh, but the dinos, they're six and one. They're tied for first place. Uh, I will give credit where credit's due. The, uh, the team they're tied with, I think it's the LG twins actually, um, they're pretty darn good. They just lost for the first time this yep. week. Um, so they're pretty darn good. However, in the CPBL, the, you know, the old saying goes, the cheese stands alone. Well, the monkeys stand alone. Six games up. It's it's the Lot Giants, not the LG Twins. Sorry, uh, Joey. Um, <laughs> but the monkeys stand alone. Six games up in the standings. They're plus... 50 in run differential mm. through 20 games they're plus 50 hop on or hop off yeah they're in a league of their own really get on the train or get off our dick yes i think i think that's what i was trying to say there um it didn't come out right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's really all I got. Is just we're 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 taking it to the bank. Speaking of taking it to the bank, I'm betting with my bookie. I put in promo code breakdown. I got a twenty dollar bonus on my first deposit up to twenty dollars. Um, so with that, do I take the dinos to the bank because the the monkeys are off tomorrow? Hmm. I would take the dinos. Why not? A little Jurassic Park. Never heard anyone. Yeah, Little Jurassic Park, Diamond of the uh, Diamond of the Dinos, overs or run line or money line. What are you thinking? I would just take the money line. Money line, we're minus one ninety six there. Ah, uh, what's the That's over? Ten and a half. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> or do we take the day, take the day off? 
No, we got we got to do something here. Or do I lock it in on the on the? Uh, oh, the lot giants haven't or have one loss and they're plus money. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah, we're taking that to the bank. That's our lock. That is the uh, the bet of the night. The 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 breakdown breakdown bet. So we will see uh, what there is to see. Seven, you got anything else, buddy? No, but I'm just you know I'm I'm hoping by the next time you and I record that we have a definitive yes or no on baseball coming back. Yeah, just let's just not be blue balled for a month. I know. It's May we're recording on May thirteenth, drop will be May fourteenth. Realistically, if it's July fourth weekend, we're a month away from spring training part two electric boogaloo. And then we're six weeks from baseball? Yeah. Actually, you know what? Bold prediction here. Seven. We're seven weeks. Bold prediction. What do you got? MLB starting will set a domino effect. And Is this a curtain call? Yes. Every single sport will be played at the same time at one point this year. Ooh, I like that take. Uh, that's been we've ha- we haven't had a curtain call in a while. If you're new to the show, curtain calls are our closing segment. Uh, we did it during the season. Uh, it's kind of just our hot takes to go out, out on our mic drop, if you will. Um, my curtain call is that uh, I'm not gonna regret this lot Giants bet. No, you shouldn't. I shouldn't, but Lord knows I will. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, uh, until next time, he's Seven, I'm Tommy, we are out, see ya. She don't know I got some big, big plans.